Welcome to Business Clarity, where we break down the holistic journey of the impact-driven entrepreneur into sustainable and actionable steps. This is the place for creatives, coaches, and wellness professionals to master the tools and gain insights into growing a thriving business with intention, purpose, and of course, clarity. I'm Micah, your host and soul's advocate. So this episode is going to be short and sweet. A few days ago, I was having a chat on Voxer with one of my past clients. And I was asking her about her struggles with newsletters and um, expecting her to send one uh, soon. And she said that she felt stuck sending the newsletter and that this was always on top of her mind every week. And she struggled with that and she couldn't get past it and, and get it out, basically send that newsletter. And you know what? It's not the first time I hear this. So many times I hear, oh, I know I need to start a newsletter. I've been pushing it back or... I don't have time to start a newsletter or I don't know to who I could send it to. So I sent to my, uh, this, this client, this past client of mine, a voice note to help her get unstuck. And I thought that I need to share this with you today. If similar thoughts and self-doubts prevent you from sharing yourself and make an impact, It's a massive loss, a disservice for your clients and followers, and you too. If you struggle to send out newsletters consistently, and if you're dreading it every month, and if you're dreaming of starting one, but you have been pushing it back forever, this episode is for you. I have five straightforward and short tips to share with you today. I've been sending newsletters consistently since 2009, and I had a monthly newsletter for my first business, which I wrote for almost a decade. And for my coaching business, I started a newsletter um, last year, and uh, I send it on the 15th every month. It's called Sweet Words. Maybe you receive it? So I know a bit about those struggles. I used to experience them until I learned to streamline the process and turning it into a ritual that I deeply enjoy. It's a personal practice that I have anyways to journal my thoughts. So being able to share this practice with you and hearing back from you occasionally is a delight. Some of my current newsletter subscribers are clients from my previous business, which means they have been reading my letters for a decade. So these are my humble five tips. Number one, if you're thinking that you don't have time and that's the reason why you're not sending newsletters, I would suggest to start small, simple, and manageable. So, I know that some marketers will say that you should have a weekly content, but I also believe that the right frequency is the one that feels good to you and something that you can stick to. So if a weekly newsletter is too much, just do one every month. 
And if one every month is too much, one every other month. And you can pick the same time every month. This may help with creating consistency. So for example, for me, that's the 15th of every month. I will write and send my newsletter. And writing my newsletter doesn't take any more than an hour. If I've taken some notes beforehand uh, with a pen and paper, it takes me less than an hour to type out my newsletter. The second tip is if you're thinking, you know, I don't know how to design. Well, I would say that if you feel intimidated by the design aspect, you can just send a simple text. You know, ConvertKit and ActiveCampaign, those are email service providers. They actually advocate simple newsletters. So it will not distract the reader and lead them to one call to action. So their platform doesn't even have any design features. And my monthly newsletters are more reflective, not really sales focused. And it's also not a funnel. So I didn't really enjoy using Active Campaign and Convert Kit, and this was making me struggle with my consistency. So I moved to Flowdesk, and I love how the templates are all made and easy to customize. And it gives the newsletter a magazine feel, and I can make them in 15-20 minutes. So that will be the next stage after my Google Doc content is just to, you know, drag and drop, copy paste in this template and that will take 15-20 minutes. So if you feel that designing newsletters is not your thing, you can just use the start from scratch template in Flowdesk and create a minimal newsletter. There is no you should do that way. There is just the way that feels right to you and feels good to you. And uh, now actually that I have a VA helping me, I just focus on my zone of genius, which is writing my newsletter. And then I send that uh, Google Doc to my VA who turns it into a newsletter. Uh, she just edits a template in Flowdesk that we, uh, we use every time the same one. Now, my third tip is if you think that you're allergic to technology and this turns you off. So if the idea of logging into Flowdesk or ActiveCampaign just paralyze you and, you know, make you sweat and push push uh, away the newsletter, then do as I do now. It's just write the newsletter in a Google Doc and then hire a VA to turn the document into a newsletter and currently I tested with my VA last month and it took her 45 minutes and she was new to Flowdesk. So if technology is the only hurdle, wouldn't it be worth it to outsource 45 minutes of work to a VA once a month? And my fourth tip is if you're thinking that you don't want to send a newsletter because you don't have a list of people to send it to, is that you? You can prepare in your phone notes a message that says, Hey, X, would you be interested in receiving updates from me every week or every month or once in a while? I'll be sharing X, Y, and Z. And if the answer is yes, you can send me your email address. Thanks. 
So you can just write this message, copy paste it to your WhatsApp. Maybe you can personalize it. You can send this message to your current clients, your past clients, especially your past clients, by the way, prospects who had discovery calls with you, uh, who inquired about your services in the DMs or by email and didn't work with you or um, didn't end up signing up with you, perhaps they were not ready. So you can put this contact in your mailing list. The followers on your social media who are engaged, comment on your post, participate in your poll and ask you questions, you can ask them. I would say only those who are really engaged so that it doesn't look, you know, spammy. Um, you can also ask your former work colleagues, your former and current collaborators. You will be surprised actually, you know, in your previous job, even if it had nothing to do with what you're doing now, they may become your clients. I want to say this is that some of my past clients changed, pivoted their business. And today they're in a place where they, um, they are looking for um, the solutions that I have to offer. So you never know. So if you start with this list, well, you'll be surprised on how fast you can reach 50. And then you can start with a small list. And as you grow step by step, then you'll have more people. But, you know, to grow, you have to start somewhere. <laughs> so even if it's 10, 20, 50, you have to start somewhere. And my tip number five, if you don't know what to write about, so often I hear, I don't know what to write about, this has been said already. Well, you don't have to reinvent the wheel every time. Imagine you had to come up with new content for your blog, your newsletter, your Instagram. You would have to be writing content full time. So the secret is to repurpose your content across all your platforms. And you might be thinking, but I don't have content. Well, you do have content. If you're selling your skill set, your knowledge, your experience, you have existing content for sure. And you can break that content into blog posts, or you can break down a blog post into five Instagram posts. So um, another thing about Instagram, as we're speaking about it, when you're making one post on Instagram, not everyone will see that post. So you can actually repeat the same content after a few months on that same platform. So a lot of people do it with, for example, their um, self-introduction. Or if you have some content pillars, like educational posts, you can repeat them. You can repeat any content on your Instagram if it's an evergreen content. Evergreen meaning not with a deadline, an expiry. There is the famous rule of seven. I don't know if you heard it. It suggests that consumers need to hear a message seven times before they consider taking action. So repetition is your friend. Plus, it amplifies your message. It makes it look like, you know, if you see a message on your Instagram and a version of it through their newsletter, to the newsletter or on your blog, it just amplifies your message. 
It looks like everything is working in a synchronized and coherent way. So the key here is to repurpose. Don't write new content from scratch. And I'm going to tell you a little secret. This episode is from my voice note to my former client about when I asked her about her newsletter. So see, I repurposed it. I didn't create from scratch. And then it's going to be a blog post and then it's going to be a newsletter. So here you go. They are, these are the five steps I hope can help you move from stuck to feeling excited about writing and sending newsletters. And once you start to overcome this challenging stage, which is more of a mindset block, you will find momentum. And once it becomes a ritual, like a habit, you will feel joy and delight in sharing your newsletter. Trust me on this. I'd like to ask for your opinion and do a little survey. Because you're listening to this episode, this means that you are looking to grow your online presence. If you can take your next coffee or tea break to answer some questions I've prepared for you, this would mean the world to me. And to thank you for your precious time, I have a freebie for you, which is a free swipe file with 20 content ideas to jumpstart you on your process of sending your newsletter. So 20 content ideas to spark inspiration for your newsletter. Even if you're listening to this later, the survey is open until end of January. So I'd love to hear from you. And the link of the survey is in the show notes. So when you hit submit, you'll get the link to sign up for your freebie. Thank you for listening today and I wish you a wonderful week. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. I would love to know what was your biggest takeaway from today? Tell me in the review of this episode or tag me on Instagram at mica.endo so I can reshare and that will make my day. Bye.